When I look in the mirror, I don't see wrinkles. When I look in the mirror, I see hair on my head, not my shoulders. And hello, hello, hello. This is Adrian Berg, and this is Generation Bold, the Fountain of Truth. And for this particular show, you're going to want to get your pencil and paper because you're going to want to get a contact. His name is Rich Holman. You would not be able to get this contact in any other way, and I think on any other show, unless you were deeply involved in investing or living abroad, and you're a real insider on what's going on in some of the hottest spots in the world to live, to have second homes, to travel, and even to invest. And that's what we love here about this show. My name is Adrian Berg. You've been listening for four years. We're going on five years now. It's the only show that looks at every aspect of what it means to get a little bit older, love it, and live the life you love. And today I'm bringing you something that's come into my particular life, and I wanted to share it. I had the pleasure, you know, I travel all around the world, of being in the country of Colombia just recently, a couple of weeks ago, and it was a surprise to me. As I told Rich Holman uh, during our little uh, preparation session before the show, I really went there to tick off the list. I like to say, oh, I've been to this country, been to this country. You know me by now. I'm a travel addict. But I didn't expect that Colombia would be a place I'd go back to over and over again, want to possibly invest in, uh, even have some medical tourism involved with it. And I was introduced to Rich Holman when I expressed my interest in Colombia. And he's involved not only uh, as the founder and chairman of the board of Life Afar with Puerto Rico, some of the opportunity zones to invest in, which you'll hear all about, and Colombia as well, but he's also involved as a communicator to let people know what's going on there. And I asked him, could we talk on our show? He was delighted to do it, and he's speaking to us right now. So thanks, Rich, for being with us today. Uh, it's my pleasure, Aiden, and, and thank you for having me. And, and I just checked out your weather. I think it's minus 10 there to get today, and we're at same old boring 72 degrees here in Medellin, which is every day. I know. But it's, don't. it's such a pity. I know. It's such a pity. You only have one wardrobe. So, it's, now, that's right. That's true. Speaking of wardrobe, oh, I was in Cartagena, and like most tourists, I went to the, to, uh, the old city, and it was beautiful. And I actually bought a lot of clothes. This is true. I, I even wrote to you on my email. I bought four pairs of shoes. The, it is not what you think it is. So let's go and talk about how perhaps our listeners, most of whom are in the U.S. and Canada, would perceive Colombia and Cartagena and what it's really like. Let's take the deep dive uh, and give us that travelogue a little bit about the space that we're talking about. Later on the show, we'll talk about Puerto Rico. But Cartagena, they're not familiar with. Well, you, you sort of touched upon a miracle of my life. Uh, I was in Naples, Florida for 14 years, and when I turned, hit my 60s, it suddenly seemed like I was an old person. You know, I wouldn't put a, a, a note on my back and saying, he's old, don't talk to him. And, and I sort of thought, well, there's got to be more to life than going to the nursing home. And I, so I started traveling. I, I went to Costa Rica, Nicaragua, Panama, and I had some friends of mine in Naples that said, you got to go to Medellin. It's really nice. And I said, you know, I don't want to go. That's dangerous. But I finally went in August of 2006, and the first thing that hit me after an hour in Medellin was world's best-kept secret. And so I tried to buy some real estate, thinking the world was going to come there, and there was not one word in English. So at age 63, 
not speaking Spanish and not being in real estate, I started a company with a part-time employee, and we now have 120 employees and four offices in Medellin, Cali, Bogota, and Cartagena. The world is truly coming to Colombia, and I've been here 12 years, and it's been the best 12 years of my life. It's just a beautiful place, and for anybody over 60, if you care about your health, you live longer here. I mean, the health care is phenomenal, and the lifestyle, and having springtime weather every day doesn't hurt. So let me uh, clue people in on this. Um, I, I say I'm a travel addict. Uh, on my blog, I want everybody to read my blog. I got 40,000 followers now, I'm told. Uh, Aging for Beginners. I just did Confessions of a Travel Addict. And I have now been to 83 countries. Very rarely do I want to go back because I'm more in the business of putting the pins on the map. This is a place that grabs you. It's just like Rich Holman said, uh, uh, founder and chairman of Life Afar. Somehow, it just grabs you. So let's talk about that now, Rich. You go there, and first of all, the people are great. Second of all, your fears kind of slip away, because there are the fears, drug lords, all of this stuff. I, I don't get it. Is it the media that's not presenting it correctly, or just we have old ideas of what's going on? Actually, it's both. And I've been fighting this problem since 2006. When I started the company in 2006, I could only find five positive mentions of Colombia and Medellin in the entire international press for the whole year. 2007, I got 127 positive notices. Put all on my website. By 2008, my webmaster said, all you're doing is putting up all these positive articles. So we've had a hockey stick curve of good news. But the problem is, is this fixation of the, of the press and the people in the United States and Europe and Canada thinking that Pablo Escobar is still alive, thinking about all the mayhem and the problems and the drugs. You know, I said the drug problem is not here. It's in the United States. I mean, it's just so different. And the simplest way to prove this is we've done surveys with people coming to Medellin for the first time, with people, foreigners that are live here full time. And we asked them 10 questions about their concerns. The number one concern of new travelers is security. For people living here, it's number six. So that just, that's the reason it's such a value here. It's just a phenomenal country with, as you said, really, really nice people, a diverse country. You've got everything here you could possibly want, and you live like a king. You can live here in your Social Security check. I mean, it's just an amazing country. Well, one of the things, that, and I'll say this, um, is that it's very modern. Uh, you get the impression that it's going to be not modern. It really is. Cartagena is, um, they have world-class buildings to live in. These are high-rises. Don't Also, don't think that you're going to be uh, in, oh, in everything as an eco-lodge. It's not. It's really a city, and there are other cities there that I haven't visited yet. So, you know, in Chinese, I love the fact that their word for crisis is the same word as opportunity. And when you see something that isn't at the top of everybody's list, maybe the place to put it on top of yours. So we have about three minutes. For the end of this segment, if they're interested in traveling or looking at properties for themselves, for investment, just for curiosity, what should people do to get started? And many people like myself are going to Colombia on cruises or they just happen to be looking at that part of the world. How would they get started? And is there a way to contact you to get more information? Well, our company was designed to assist foreigners coming to Columbia, you know, whether they need to, to visit, uh, things to do, places to rent, places to buy, places to invest. We're like a full-service team. That's, that's why we're set up. Ninety-five percent of our buyers, investors, renters, visitors are foreigners. 
75% of the United States, 10% Canada, 10% Europe, a little smattering of the rest. So we're here to assist in, in any, any endeavor. Uh, if you, our website has literally a thousand pages. If you go to www.lifeafar.com, you'll see it's lifeafar, L-I-F-E-A-F-A-R. It's all there. We have over 250 beautifully furnished rental apartments in Cartagena, Bogota, Cali, Medellin. Uh, we've sold over 400 properties to foreigners that want to live here to either as a second home or primary home or as an investment. And we've done 15 commercial projects where investors can gain passive income paying between 8 to 10% current returns. So we sort of cover the gamut, and we're now scaling up our, our, our whole business in Colombia now into Puerto Rico, and we're looking for other opportunities in Latin America. Latin America is beautiful. I mean, it's because it's same time zone in the U.S., a lot less expensive and a better lifestyle, better living, and phenomenal health care in, in Colombia, especially Medellin. So, as I always say with every one of my guests that happen to have a business, not all of my guests have businesses. Many of them are in the healthcare fields and there are other broadcasters or writers. I have no pocketbook interest in this. I have nothing to do with the investment. If you call Life Afar, uh, I won't even know. So, I just want everybody to understand that this is something that I personally, this is Adrian Berg's Fountain of Truth, that I personally am looking into. And I have a personal plan to go over there and, and meet with Rich and see what's going on. And it's one of those things that I like to share with listeners because I know they can't get this information anywhere else. Several years ago, uh, I made a pledge to myself that I would see as many countries as possible. And it was very interesting because at that time, you counted countries by the United Nations. And the United Nations had 76 countries. Well, there's a lot more now because countries move. They change. They split. Uh, there's all kinds of things going on all over the world. And I have made a personal effort to be part of it. And I do see something going on here in Central America and Latin America in general that I didn't see before. Uh, I have worked with folks who are expats, particularly in Mexico, and they have very interesting lives. This is not a suggestion that you do it. It is something that I want you to have access to. The biggest problem, and Rich Holman mentioned that about getting older, is you tend to stop having access to the world. You may think and that's that my mission, it, to make sure you don't miss a trip. Well, one of those things you might be interested in Puerto Rico. I know you went there 30 years ago, but let's talk about it again and see what's going on. Don't go anywhere. You may think that I'm full of it. And hello, hello, hello. This is Adrian Berg, and this is Generation Bold, the Fountain of Truth. And for five years, we have been showing you that aging is a phenomenon of excellence in your life. Nothing to avoid, nothing to be afraid of, but something to embrace. And I'm thrilled to say that uh, at least my uh, analysis of our show is skewing younger and younger. And that may be because we have a brand new uh, website that you should go see. GenerationBoldRadio.com is our radio website, and you can always go to Ask Adrian and tell me what you'd like to hear about. And international living came up very high on that list, which is why last show we had uh, we brought you to Mexico 
this show with Ron Holman, who is the founder and chairman of the Board of Life Afar. We're bringing you to Colombia and to Puerto Rico. Uh, but we also have a new website. Just take a look at Aging for Beginners. Maybe that's why we're skewing a little younger now. It is my blog. Uh, I'm told we have about 40,000 followers already. And one of the articles is The Ageless Traveler, Living the Life of Travel. Uh, I have many articles on uh, getting a hearing aid and all kinds of other things to help you live your best life. But I love the fun part about theater and about travel. Aging for beginners. Just look it up. Adrian Berg. Now, let's go back, Rich. Uh, One of the things in all honesty that we're scared of is our health. It's very important, as you said, living longer. I'm doing an article right now on a new scientific study saying that we should all be able to fairly easily live to 115. But all of that aging and longevity phenomena has to do with excellent new innovations in healthcare. So we're not going to go to Columbia. We're not going to go to another state if we don't like the healthcare there. And I'm learning about it myself. And I was interested to see that there was a lot of medical tourism, a lot of dentistry tourism, which I may take advantage of, uh, in Colombia. But you, as an expert, have also said it depends on the city, and you have to know what you're doing. So tell us about it. Well, that's a great lead-in. I'm 74. I've been here 12 years. So I've had some medical procedures done. And the first thing I looked at was, well, how is the Columbia healthcare system, say, versus the U.S.? You know, do I go back to the U.S. on my Medicare and, or Medicaid, or do I do it here? The World Health Organization has the U.S. ranked number 37 worldwide. Columbia's ranked number 22. The, the, the medical care here is phenomenal. In fact, at the top of the top 42 hospitals in Latin America, seven are here in Medellin, where I live. So I had an inguinal hernia done back in 2008. Uh, I paid out of pocket because I'm too old for private insurance. After 65, you can't get the private insurance, only the basic. So I paid $1,225 out of pocket for the doctor, the operation, the aftercare, everything. I was in and out. No problems. Went perfect. <clears throat> I've had crowns done here by the best dentist in the world. I, I, he's, he's phenomenal. Uh, $450. Uh, I just had a lens replacement done for cardi- cardi- uh, cardi- cardiacs, and it was less than two grand for everything. I had a skin cancer operation in my face, pretty serious deal, less than $2,000, everything. So I pay out of pocket for anything major. I don't use my basic insurance for anything minor. But uh, I can afford, I've got money saved up to cover anything that I need here. And I like it here because we're not losing people every year to, to MRSA. Like in the States, we lose 20,000 people a year. This place is very clean. Hospitals say they are uh, doctors first class, and uh, I can't say enough about the medical care here in in Colombia. And, you know, I'm a financial gerontologist by original background, uh, now a consultant mostly to companies that want to uh, build or attract the boomer and mature. So, folks, you should know MRSA, it's MRSA. It's the infections you get. I've lost two friends uh, from that recently. In hospitals, it's not a funny story, and one of them is uh, my next door name. So uh, I don't like it. It's a problem. I work with organizations that deal with hospital design because that's my life as a consultant, and I understand that problem. Uh, so that that's one issue. The other issue is the money. Uh, I just wanted to throw in this little bit of expertise. Social Security goes with you wherever you are. You will get your Social Security even if you live in another country or are part-time in another country. I'm not suggesting people move to Colombia. 
uh, apparently worked very well for Rich Holman, the founder and chairman of, of the Board of Life Afar. But a lot of people simply want to travel or invest or have a second home. But Social Security will follow you. Medicare does not. You need to have your own health care payments, which is why Rich was so eager to tell you what things really cost. However, there is such a thing as international health insurance, which uh, I consistently look into and buy because I travel so much. There is such a thing. It's not right for everyone, but this is the kind of thing that if you're interested to know more about, let us know. Just go. We are here for you. We're, it, it, you run the show. GenerationBoldRadio.com. Go to Ask Adrian. Say, yes, I want to know about international health insurance. This is nothing that I make any money on. I, I keep saying that because uh, so many times in the field of radio you hear a recommendation and you scratch the surface and you say, que bono, who benefits, and you see it's the broadcaster. This is information for you. Now, let's go back to information. Most people have uh, been to, to San Juan once in their life, maybe their honeymoon. Maybe it was 30 years ago, Rich. What's going on over there, the hurricane, the problems, and the investment opportunities? Well, that's a great lead-in, and, and I, I have to go back to about October 2016. I had a, attended a conference at, in South Beach at the Ritz-Carlton Urban Land Institute, and the last speaker of the last day was a lunch speaker, and I almost skipped it. But the food at the Ritz is pretty good, so I stayed. And I'm sitting there on my iPhone. All of a sudden, this guy's talking, and he's talking about Puerto Rico. And, you know, I'm thinking Puerto Rico's in the, in the tank with all its problems. But the more he talks, I'm having deja vu Medellin all over again. It was just like Medellin. All the news was bad, but really it wasn't bad. I mean, sometimes you can't believe the real news or the fake news. They both get it wrong. So it came back April of 2017. My, one of my partners and I went to Puerto Rico for two weeks and said, we got to be here. This is a place of opportunity. It's not like it seems. And we were planning for a big conference to, to make some investments for our, for our commercial team. Hurricane Maria hits. And, you know, when you read the news, you think Puerto Rico will be the first place in the history of mankind that never recovered from a hurricane. Well, in Naples, Florida, in Florida, we went through 20 hurricanes while I was there, and it was like they come in, they hit, they rebuild, and they get on with business. Well, that's what Puerto Rico's doing. But we're there. We got in there early. Uh, we have our first project we're funding right now in Old San Juan. And Old San Juan real estate is very inexpensive right now compared to Cartagena. Cartagena real estate, Old City, is the most expensive in the entire country of Colombia. And here, Old San Juan, because of all the bad news, is inexpensive and it's in the opportunity zone investment. So it's just, it's a phenomenal situation, and it's just Medellin deja vu all over again for me. We're, we're in there, and I think we're going to be, we just think it's one of the best opportunities in the world right now for U.S. investors. Okay, so we're going to take a little break, and uh, Rich just said the magic words. He said something called opportunity zone. We're going to talk about what is an opportunity zone. You are going to be surprised. You may be living in one. You may have a neighborhood next to you that's an opportunity zone. It's a brand new law. Uh, it makes all the difference for people who are investors, particularly if they have capital gains and they want to sell an investment. You we'll talk about how this really integrates with your retirement in just a moment. Don't you go anyway. I am happy and I freely admit I'm inappropriate for my age. da da da, da. I am happy, and I freely admit I'm inappropriate 
And hello, hello, hello. Once again, this is Adrian Berg, and this is Generation Bold, the Fountain of Truth. And we're talking in, in, in great depth, at least the depth that you can get with a guest spot on a radio show, about what would happen if you wanted to either travel, live, invest in places that you don't think about when you wake up in the morning, like Colombia. We're going to talk about Puerto Rico in a moment. Why? Well, there is something called an opportunity zone, which uh, does relate to Puerto Rico. I want to be clear. It does not, at the moment, relate to Colombia. It's a new tax law. It's a tax law. Very simple. It says that if you have capital gains, and it doesn't have to be real estate, you could be selling your art, you could be selling your stocks, and you have capital gains, if you reinvest that money for the improvement, and that's the big word, the improvement of an area, usually in real estate, that is in this opportunity zone list, and there are 9,000 areas in the United States and Puerto Rico in this opportunity list, you don't pay the capital gains. And if you live there, if, if you invest there and leave the money there, I should say, for 10 years, you per, pretty much do not have any capital gains at all. Uh, if you leave the money there for five years, you have a reduction in capital gains. It's like on a sliding scale. Now, don't take it from me. I'm a lawyer, but don't, put that, don't hold that against me. Go to your lawyer. Go to your accountant. That's my disclaimer. And go Google Opportunity Zones. You'll see your, your eyes will fall out. Uh, I have to tell you something. I own a small piece of property in Detroit. It ends up that it's in an opportunity zone. I didn't even know it. All right? So the point is, you may be living near. You may have been looking at. You may even own property in an opportunity zone. But if you don't know about this new law, you won't know what I'm talking about. Now, just so happens that Puerto Rico has been included in the opportunity zone. And Rich is going to tell us about it. How how are you using that phenomenon? You must be like uh, if Toja died and went to heaven when they put when they put it in the opportunity zone. You know, it, is, it was manna from heaven. I mean, we had no idea about this legislation when we started our plans. Now we right. we were uh, we were just looking at Puerto Rico as a great place to invest for a lot of different reasons. But what and I could picture what happened because this this legislation was crafted in the fall of 2017. So the Treasury and the Trump administration, uh, they're all meeting, and I'm sure they're watching CNN and Fox News and seeing all the blue tarps in Puerto Rico because Hurricane Maria just hit. And when they craft this legislation, they say, well, let's just put the whole island as an opportunity zone, it, with the exception of a little area called Dorado, which where the millionaires and billionaires live. So they just dumped the whole island there. And it's just unbelievable. I mean, to put all those beach areas in the old city as an opportunity zone. We're competing with landfills in Detroit and inner city housing and blighted areas and landfills and nuclear waste sites. I mean, that's those 9,000 places you mentioned states are not in prime areas. Those areas no, need no, to be well, developed. No, no, that's the point. The point is to yeah. infuse money into poor neighborhoods, and so that sure. businesses will flourish, people will get new uh, new jobs. And all. It's a great idea because it's using it's a great capitalism idea. and taxes. Yeah, but you must have it's, been watching this legislation with your mouth open, saying, "What? Who blessed me?" <laughs> we we were pinching ourselves. So here we are. We have a, a sixteen and a half million dollar rehab of a, of a forty two thousand square foot hotel, and and spaces and restaurants, and, and it's in the prime location in the old city. I mean, one of the best locations you could possibly have. And 
we're in an opportunity zone. So people that roll their capital gains into our project pay no taxes at all until 2027. And they, that their basis will be reduced by as much as 15% if they hold it for seven years. And they keep the money in there for 10 years. They pay no capital gains on their capital gains. It's the most incredible piece of windfall legislation. And we're just delighted to be there and, and, and feel blessed that we're, we're there at the right, t- right place at the right time. And we're, we're going to compete well with those 9,000 places in the United States. And so let's talk about, uh, throw in my, my financial gerontology background. People of, let's say, average means, uh, not the wealthiest in the world, they are selling their homes. And they're selling their homes and they have some cash on hand. Uh, or they had a, a, an office building or perhaps they were a doctor and they own a piece or all their medical building, whatever it is, and they have a lot of cash on hand, they're planning to retire. And by and large, they'll buy stocks, bonds, mutual funds, that sort of thing through their financial planner. But many, many people uh, would either like to roll over the capital gain and not pay the the tax right away, or they really do love real estate. It's what they've done, and they've seen it ended up being the best thing they did at retirement. So I'm telling everyone, go to your account, go to your financial advisor. Ask them if they've heard of an opportunity zone. If they haven't, you might have the wrong advisor. Get to, get somebody who has more um, ability in advanced planning. And take a look at some of these things. Of course, we'll talk about Puerto Rico in a moment, but it's all over the country. And, yes, the distinction here is this. Opportunity zones are named that because they need help. Uh, uh, The building that I particularly have in the state of Michigan, we have wonderful tenants, but they're called Section 8 tenants. That means that they are poorer people, where it's a wonderful symbiotic thing because it's a great house and they're great people. But the interesting thing with Puerto Rico, and it's it's kind of uh, amazing to me, is that even the poshest neighborhoods and the uh, hotel areas and the tourism areas are in this opportunity zone. And I guess it's, we'll throw that over the, to, to you, Rich. Is that because of the disaster of the hurricane? It wouldn't have happened without the hurricane? What do you think? I'm convinced that that was an un, unintended consequence of Hurricane Maria. In fact, there's been several unintended consequences of her, Hurricane Maria besides allowing us to be an opportunity zone. The other one is a lot of people in the States thought, thought Puerto Rico was next to Costa Rica. Now the people in the States know where we are. You know, we're just, we're Key West South. I mean, Puerto Rico is a phenomenal place, and they're going to be doubling their tourism in the next five years. The, the island is really getting its act together. It's very exciting. And if anybody can get down there, it's just a great place, great vacation, huge cruise ship industry. They home port there. I can't say enough good things about Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, to me, is Medellin with a beach. They've got 3.5 million people. We've got 3.7. Great climates, Latino culture, family-centric, just just a great place to be and to live. And, and um, so we're, we're very excited about Puerto Rico. We think it's going to be just as big, if not bigger, than Colombia for us. So let's go back to Colombia, though, for a minute. What if somebody is interested in actually making an investment or even having a second home there? I, I now know people who have second homes, homes there. Uh, what does the country require? Can you just show up with your money and buy something through realtor or through Life Afar, or, or do you need to do other things? It's, it's actually, uh, well, let me tell you the good news. Unlike Mexico and other countries, 
when you buy a property in Colombia as a foreigner, you have the same property rights as a Colombian citizen. In fact, the World Business Organization ranks Colombia number five in the world for the ind protection of individual investor rights. We're tied to the United States, soon to surpass the U.S. So not a problem. We've done 400 sales here. Everybody gets their title within 30 days to close. No glitches. Uh, there are some tricks in terms of how you bring your money into the country. Uh, we ha help you with that. We help you with getting a real estate attorney through the whole process, and we make it seamless. So if you want to own a property here as an investment property or a second home, we can help you in that. I've got five great sales agents. They're all bilingual. Uh, so it works great here. Now, Puerto Rico is, is just like the United States. So you have the same laws, right. the same protections as sure. the U.S. So they, they, they both work. They both work very well. You know, you know, in the old days when we uh, in the Northeast, people have been to San Juan quite a bit. By the way, uh, I don't know about the rest of the country, but it was very inexpensive to get there, and it had the beach and everything you're talking about. So a lot of people do know Puerto Rico, and we've lived through many times when there were discussions of Puerto Rico becoming a state. So it's a wholly different relationship that the United States and the United States citizens have with Puerto Rico than with Colombia, which is much more the other and much more unknown. Now, we have a lot of Canadian listeners, and, and they always amaze me, uh, Rich, because they are people of the world, sometimes even more than the U.S., partially because it is so cold that they have a real good beat, uh, both about uh, South America and Europe, uh, Southern Europe, about where to live and where to go, and they tend to have second home. Mostly it is weather-oriented, it's true, but um, but they, they may know less about uh, uh, Puerto Rico because it is a different relationship to Canada than it has to the U.S., which is a very close relationship. And I suspect that the fact that they have issued so many Puerto Rican bonds and so many Americans own them, and it's so important that those bonds don't default on us. We have a lot of people who have these bonds in their retirement portfolios sold to them by run-of-the-mill, you know, not exotic financial planners. I don't say run-of-the-mill, good financial planners. Nothing exotic about it. But it is a you big part of a lot of people's portfolios. When we come back, we're going to pull this all together. You may uh, it's that such a fascinating topic. Are you interested in something exotic or not? And it's part of this discussion. Love yourself about how you would like to age best and live. We'll be right back. You may think that I'm full of it, but that doesn't bother me not even a bit, cause I am happy and I freely admit I'm inappropriate for my age. And hello, hello, hello. This is Adrian Berg, and this is Generation Bold, the Fountain of Truth. And please do go to our website, generationboldradio.com, and you can go to Ask Adrian and give us tips and hints of what you would like to know about, even the name of a guest. And we will have it. Remember, I always say it's your show. I uh, want to read some interesting stuff, uh, and I re I'm researching constantly. Right now I'm doing an article on robotics, and it's called What Will You Name Your Robot? So take a look at that uh, at our blog, Aging for Beginners on Bottom Line Personal. Now, you know, guys, uh, this show belongs to you, so I tell you what's really going on. I asked Rich Holman, our guest, founder and chairman of the board of Life Afar, uh, what he wants to talk about because it's our last segment. And he said, nothing about business. 
he didn't tell me uh, he wanted to promote this. So he said, I want to talk about longevity and what's going to be on my tombstone. Well, that's the kind of show that we have here. And I was going to give him a compliment. Uh, I didn't have time because we had to get on. And, Rich, here's the compliment. Since 1980, I have actually been on the air. And it's been radio mostly, some TV. But mostly I hear people's voices. And I can age voices. I can tell you how old you are by your voice. I could not do it with you. I was floored when you said you were 74. You have a much, much younger voice. You probably don't realize it because voice aging is not in your in your wheelhouse, but you do, and that's very meaningful. So t- let that be the lead-in to your talking about longevity and what you wanted to tell everybody. Wow. Well, I, I just I feel so blessed um, being you know being in, in Columbia, being a Medellin at my age because. My sense when I was in the States, when I got in the 60s, was like, well, you're getting old. And then what do you do with old people? Well, they sort of sequester together. Maybe they go to nurse home, maybe the husband and wife. A lot of them, you know, are not living a great life. They're getting by, but not really enjoying life. And I think enjoying life and being in a good environment helps longevity. I mean, quality of life is much more important than quantity of life, quality of life. And I didn't really realize that until I got here, and I started seeing – People coming from the States, I'd see people in their 50s, 60s, even 70s that looked like they had one foot in the grave. And then I'd see them later on. Maybe they'd moved here. And I'd see them six months later, and they got a spring to their step. And there's just something about being in a positive environment with great weather, with water. I mean, we don't have any bugs in Medellin. I don't have a screen porch. I don't have a heater. I don't have an air conditioner. I didn't use a fan. This great climate, green every day, nice people, positive energy. Phenomenal health care. And I love going to the pharmacies here because you don't need a prescription. I mean, it's patient heal thyself. So 95% of the time, instead of going to the doctor, I'll just go talk to the pharmacist and we'll pick out a drug. And most of the time it works. If it doesn't, I'll just go see a doctor. I've got a doctor here I can call anytime I want. He meets me anytime I want. He doesn't even charge me. I always give him a tip because he's used to everything being under insurance. Um, it's just a great system here. And, and I think that's. You know, that's one reason I'm off all meds. Besides giving up sugar four years ago, I found out that sugar is poison. But now that I quit sugar, I don't take blood pressure meds. I don't take statins. I don't take anything for cholesterol. So eating better food, most of the food here is organic. It's, it's The fruits and vegetables here are phenomenal. The steaks are, are grass-fed. It's like you're eating better. I can get a steak dinner, a glass of wine, some side dishes. Uh, I'd be, you know, be lucky to spend $15. I mean, it's just it's just amazing. You, you live like a king. If you can pull in Social Security of two thousand dollars a month here, you can live very very well. I mean, it just it's just a, it's just great, and I, and I just feel so blessed that I'm. And plus, age here is not a negative. Age is a positive in this culture. They don't look down on you because you're old. They look up to you because you're experienced. So. Well, you know, I have uh, this is the fountain of truth, and I have seen aging from every level. Uh, the goods, the bads, and uh, I really do have a mission in life that everybody have a great old age. So let me tell you my take on this. I've been looking at internationalism since I was really a kid. Uh, I've had the, the fortune at age 12 to be able to visit many countries all in the same summer, and it opened my eyes to the world. However, having said that, uh, I need to move to the West Coast because I have my grandchildren and my family there. And when I set it up to be able to do that, I bought a very small place 
in New York. Why? Because I also am tied to a place, and that place happens to be the East Coast. So I know what it feels like, and I'm talking to all of you listening. I know what it feels like to to be drawn to a place, to need to go to a place, to think a place is wonderful like Puerto Rico or, or Colombia or France or anywhere you want to go, and yet your feet have some lead in it. Well, there are halfway measures, and one of them is simply traveling there, uh, looking at an investment where you're not going to be living there, looking at a second home which you may rent out to others for the rest of the year. We're very used to that in this world of timeshare and, you know, home share and all that. So if you're going to think about it, you put your toe in the water, like I did where you make sure that you have still some ties to the place you love. Now I'm almost sorry because I think I've weaned myself off of that, but I did feel that way, so I know what it means to have lead in your feet, believe me. So let's go back in this last minute, Rich. I know you have a vast website. Tell everybody that website so that they can see what's going on and see if it's right for them. Well, the website is www.lifeafar. That's L-I-F-E-A-F-A-R dot com. And you'll see that you'll see right at the beginning about 250 nicely furnished rental apartments in Medellin, Cartagena, Bogota, Colombia, and and Cali. You can get direct flights from New York City, from Atlanta, from Fort Lauderdale, from Miami, directly into Medellin. You know, it's going to take you three to five hours, but if you come here, your life will change. I mean, you'll see it. You can't trust what you read. You got to come and see it. Nobody that comes to Medellin doesn't return. So if you come, you will come back. What the experience you had in Cartagena will even be multiplied. I mean, Cartagena is great. I love it. I love Bogota. I love Cali. But all of them work for different reasons. But, yeah, you're but you just got to come. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, you know, I am, we but, I, but I love Cartagena, too. We invite you all to see the world. That's what this is all about. And I'm going to be continuing at your request, at my listeners' request, to give you glimpses of what's going on all over the world so that you're not afraid to at least go look and see what's going on. Uh, you never know. Look, I told you about Cairo a couple of months ago. So I, there's, there's no barriers to the world with all of us. Uh, we are aging, and I will just finish saying thank you to Rich Holman, who says he wants on his tombstone, the fourth quarter of my life was the best of my life. Well, that's my plan for not only myself, guys, but for you too. I love this show because it lets me get that word out. And every week, I end it the same way. I tell you to get out there, kids, and make it happen. Talk to you.